Good afternoon. Welcome to episode 25 of the DBPT podcast. Um, I'm Dave Ballantyne. I'm your host. Hope you're doing well. Um, as always, thank you for taking the time to listen to the podcast. Um, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. Um, today, I want to talk a little bit about returning to the gym after a bit of a layoff. Um I'm in Scotland, so for me, the gyms haven't opened yet. Um, down south in England, uh, they have opened, I think they opened last Friday, Saturday, something like that. So people are starting to get back into the gym. And I thought that this would be a good opportunity to talk about um, a few tips that I have for you getting back into the gym after the layoff that we've had. You know, unless you have the great fortune of having a really well-equipped home gym, um, chances are you have been training at much lighter loads using body weight, bands, uh, maybe kettlebell or light dumbbell, something like that. And getting back into the gym, you know, there's a few things to think about and um, a, a few ideas to think about, about you know, getting the, the best out of your sessions. And making the return to training as pain-free as possible. Um, so, getting back in, you know, we're we're probably going to have shorter sessions. You know, you're probably going to be limited with the time that you can get into the gym, uh, or spend in the gym rather. So, that means, first of all, you need a plan of action. Okay, there's no point rocking up to the gym. Uh, ready to go, wandering in and going, um, well, oh, I don't know, what am I going to start with? Mm-hmm. And then spending 45 minutes on a, a, a cross trainer to get yourself warmed up. Um, you need to build yourself a short but effective warm-up, so something to get your heart rate up, to get blood pumping. Uh, focus on some mobility work on the areas that you need to work on, typically front of your hips, upper back, um, chest maybe, um, anywhere else that, that you know that you need to work on. Um, and then, you know, maybe a little bit of power work, some med ball slams, some box jumps, something like that, just to fire up your CNS. And then the rest of your warm-up should be you know, the warm-up ramp ramp up sets of the big lifts. So going into the main part of your training, you should be focusing on doing stuff in the gym that you can't do at home, okay? There's no point in going into the gym to do band work, uh, light dumbbells, um, body weight stuff that can all be done at home. Focus on the stuff that you haven't got access to at home. Now, if you've got a well-equipped gym, then, you know, you're just going to rock up and go into whatever your training plan has been. Um, gradually increasing the loads depending on, on what you have but for the rest of us you're going to be focusing on squat movement the deadlift movements the press movements whether that's a bench press or a dumbbell press um, using the barbells using some of the machine work that you can use for accessories that you can't replicate easily at home um, the second tip is running off the back of that and that's to leave your other accessory stuff um, and your cardio for away from the gym you know you can if you are going to the gym to run on the treadmill for 20 minutes that's a waste of 20 minutes in the gym 
go run outside, okay? Yeah, the weather might not be great, but get a jacket, stick a hat on, and get outside. Use the gym time more effectively to get better results and more of your time in there, okay? So, get in the gym, get a short, effective warm-up done. Um, incidentally, there is a free download on my website, www. How many W's did I say there? www.edinburgh-pt.com slash resources. Uh, there is a free um, download there for warm-up ideas. So, you know, a good warm-up in there will take you somewhere between 8 and 10 minutes, if that. Okay? Um, I usually run through mine in less than 5, and it's usually enough to get going, and then I'll add in some ability stuff. Um, as the the rest periods between some of the bigger lifts. Um, anyway, I digress. Focus on the compound lifts, the deadlift variations, the squat variations, the press variations that you can't do at home with the same loading that you can in the gym, and then some of the machine-based accessories or other accessory work that you can't do at home easily. Okay, then part two, leave your other accessory, the stuff that you can do at home easily, um, and your cardio for home uh, time, um, unless you need specific equipment for your cardio that you can't have access to at home, but you factor that into your plan. With your main lifts, number three, with your main lifts, start lighter than you think you need to, okay? You have had four months plus off of heavy training. Your strength levels are significantly less than when you left. That's the bad news. The good news is that they will come back quicker than you think they will, okay? They'll come back a whole lot quicker than the first time it took to build those strength levels. So yes, your ego's gonna have to be left at the door to a degree. You're gonna have to humble yourself a little bit, rein in the enthusiasm, focus on getting technique nailed down because you have not practiced the strength movements um, for a long time. You need to nail technique focus on steady progression through the loads over a fairly long period of time. It might take you a month to go from a starting point around 50% of your pre-lockdown strength numbers to um, about 80, 85% of those numbers. Okay, so it, it's, it's worth taking the time over because you're not going to be injuring yourself or increasing the risk of injury to yourself. You're going to be reinforcing the good technique that you had pre-lockdown, um, kind of knocking the rust off that and getting it all shiny and looking good and feeling good. Um, and you're going to be able to kind of figure out if you have built up any weird imbalances over the, the lockdown period. Okay, so, you know, the different seating arrangements for work, spending more time sitting on the sofa, you know, maybe not being as active as you were before, you might be less physically capable, I guess, for lack of a better word, than you were pre-lockdown. When you start loading that up or trying to use movement patterns that you are using before and start loading them up, that increases the risk of injury. And starting lighter allows you to kind of feel your way into those exercises and those movements and um, practice them and work on any kind of soft tissue stuff that you need to as you're progressing through the loads. So start lighter. Um, 
I've got most of my clients um, in around 40 to 50% of their previous uh, numbers for their deadlift, squat and press variations um, with erring on the side of fewer sets than more. Um, and we'll get into that in a second. But that's where most of them are going to start. Um, they're going to be sore, but I'm going to do my best to make sure that they're not excessively sore and they're not putting themselves at risk of injury. So they've got plenty of time to progress over that kind of three or four week period to get back up close to where they were before. And assuming that we don't go back into some kind of lockdown uh, later in the year, you know, they've got a lot of time to get back up to the pre-lockdown numbers. And I have, I anticipate that everything going smoothly, they'll hit Christmas of this year in a very similar position to where they were pre-lockdown, if not slightly better. Um, because we'll have been working on technique and working on progressing the, the load uh, sensibly. Okay. Um, so point four, you're going to get sore. All right. Muscle pain, DOMS, the delayed onset of muscle soreness, usually comes about due to novelty. Now, novelty could be um, loads you haven't done before or haven't done for a long time, movements you've not done for a long time or not done before, um, or variations of an exercise that put you into a position that you've not used for a long time and having to work hard to, to work out. Now, you're definitely going to feel some pain when you do that first session, first few sessions. Pain is not a good indicator of how worthwhile the session was, okay? Anybody can make themselves really sore after a training session. Your goal, and I've spoken about pain as being a bad indicator of training success before, because if you're sore, you change how you move, you increase your injury risk, you decrease your power output for the subsequent sessions, and you take longer to recover. Okay, so sessions after that one are not going to be as good as they might have been had you reined in slightly um, and, and were less sore going into them. So if you get excessively sore, remember your goal is to build strength. Therefore, you need a certain amount of loading for that to happen. So instead of reducing the load of the exercise, assuming that you're starting in around that 50-60% of your previous numbers, decrease the number of sets that you do for an exercise. So instead of going in at four sets of everything, you maybe start with two sets of everything. Um, I mean, you, you go in at four if you want, see what happens. If you find that you're excessively sore, drop it to two or three and then build back up. But what I intend doing with most of my clients and for the programs I've written so far, most people, well, everybody apart from maybe two people who've got good gym setups at home, um, we'll be starting with two sets of everything. Um, so there's plenty of rest time to work on some mobility stuff um, and to limit the amount of stress that they're putting their body under. Um, and then gradually over the weeks, get building to three and four sets of, of most exercises. Um, obviously, it depends on your ultimate training goal, your training experience, all that sort of stuff. But I would just err on the side of caution. Um, but don't drop load and drop the number of sets, and then build that back up, okay? And then finally, 
this is more of a mindset thing rather than a, a physical training tip for you. And it's the your gym experience is going to be very different to what you are used to. Okay. Um, instead of moaning about how it used to be and how you can't do this because this is what you used to do and that's what you are used to, look for the positives. What is good about the change that you've you've made? Has it made you reconsider your training approach to be more efficient with your time in the gym? Has it focused forced you to slow your training down and think about technique a little bit better? Has it changed the has it just shaken your program? Like I the gyms that I work in, I see a lot of people who go in and I've been working at these gyms for about four years now. And there is a hardcore group of people in the gyms who go in at the same time every day, do the same exercises in the same order with the same loads and have done for four years. Now, they might wonder why they're not seeing any progress and it's because their body's adapted to what they do. They're good at it. And yeah, they're, there's a benefit to it because they're doing something but they're never going to get any better they're never going to see a progression because they don't change any facet of their training not exercise selection not load selection not exercise order nothing changes this is an opportunity to change the way you do things slightly and put a little bit more thought into your training program um and that can be a very positive thing. You know, it might force you to be better in terms of scheduling sessions and sticking to that schedule. So you get more consistent with your training and that is going to come with more results and bigger benefits. Um, it might force you out of your comfort zone in terms of exercise selection. Some machines... Um, and some stations in the gym are going to be blocked off to maintain social distancing. It might force you to try a new variation of something that you've been hesitant about. Um, so there are a lot of potential positives and I would really encourage you, instead of moaning about how it used to be and how you wish it was, embrace how it is and look for the positives that that brings. Okay, that'll make the gym experience a whole lot better for you, um, regardless of what the setup is like. So that's the five things, folks. It's, you know, have a plan, focus on the stuff that you can do in the gym, leave the other stuff for at home, start light and make reasonable progressions. Um, monitor soreness so that you're not getting excessively sore and impairing subsequent training sessions and then finally look for the positives in the new gym experience that you're going to come across okay now if you would like some help with training um if you want some help with programming um and all the support and accountability that i can offer um i do have a limited number of spaces in my online training group um available um if you would like to find out more you could head to uh, www.edinburgh-pt.com slash online hyphen training. Um, 
or just go to the homepage and then select the online training tab from the top. Or you can email me with any questions to dave at edinburgh-pt.com and I will happily get back to you and answer any and all questions that you might have. Um, but as a brief overview for the training thing, um, you obviously you get all the training sent direct to your phone via a dedicated app where you can track your progress, track your body stats, um, track your training. You've got an online messenger system in that app. Um, you also get access to my client-only Facebook group, which has a lot of stuff that only goes up in there. Um, it doesn't go onto the regular page or into other social media. Um, you've got all the accountability and support that you need to get the get best results that I can give you, uh, or help you get, rather. So if you're interested, um, I'll pop the links up in the show notes. Um, have a great day, and I will talk to you next week. Oh, and next week, um, I will have a guest coming on next week. Um, my friend Andrew Watson, who is the golf fitness coach. Um, so if you have any questions, um, general training related or golf specific, then fire them over to me. I'll pass them on to Andrew and we'll get them answered in next week's podcast. I will talk to you then. Take it easy. Have a good day.